0: You're listening listen to two of by Shawnita, Holiness series novel, "Weighing My Options," chapter. Tony loved the thought of being able to eat whatever she wanted in moderation, as long as she tracked it. She just hated tracking it. The app on her smartphone was not the problem. By the time she remembered to log her food for the first two days. She'd forgotten to measure the portions. I needed to help her soon, or she would just be a donor to the wager and not a real competitor. When she found the email from Brianna, it suggested they should be more accountable and have somewhere to go and talk to each other without letting everyone on book time in their business. Tony figured her cousin was having a hard time changing her habits too. The email included a link to Brianna's profile on a website called sparkpeople.com. She tinkered around looking at the article, videos, success stories. Some of the features were similar to Booktime, but there were many things that reminded her of the first social media site everyone started on called Space Me. She laughed aloud. The profiles and badges were definite. Space Me throwbacks, while the updates and other stuff resembled a book time. Bark people represented what would happen if book time and Space Me got together and had a fitness baby. They were all supposed to create profiles and meet in the hidden group. Brianna invited them to in her initial email. Tony bookmarked the site and turned off her laptop, a networking event scheduled by one of her biggest clients, started in almost half an hour, and she wanted to impress them more to secure a two-year contract. She dropped a few minutes into her purse and dashed out the door. Several hours later, she entered her living space from the rear entrance. Her shoes found a home on the rug next to the door. A beeping sound came from her phone. Two text messages and a message on book time. The icon for her calorie counter reminded her she hadn't tracked one morsel of food at the mixer. Cuss word slipped through her lips. She'd gain weight at this rate. Determined to figure out what she was doing wrong, she typed Calorie Tracker Success into her favorite search engine. Over 3 million results populated in less than 32 seconds. An hour later, Tony decided to combine the information she read. Pick foods she liked to eat that were nutritious and plan her meals, freestyle her snacks so she didn't become bored. Tony went through her pantry and wrote out a menu for the next two days. Her snack options were limited. A trip to the grocery store the next night remedied that problem. The plan worked until three meetings changes, ruined her packed lunches, and she was invited to another unplanned mixer. Not remembering to add the unplanned foods to the food tracker stressed her out on top of everything else. Annoyed by her difficulty with the plan, Tony decided to see if any of it paid off. A beep sounded from her phone. Brianna scheduled a three-way video chat for them to check in on each other. Competition motivated Tony. She looked at her phone and growled, I'm gonna win this competition. You better get with this program. Bubbles popped up all over the phone as the screensaver replaced the video chat invitation. She felt as if any moment her bubble could pop. No matter what she did, the calorie tracking stressed her out. Short of finding a portable, minute fridge, it seemed impossible to make it work for her. Brianna and Julie may have some pointers for her. She'd find out when they chatted. Dinner with Dr. Karen proved to be frustrating, but the binge after helped wake Brianna up. This wager and her desire to give her husband a child superseded every excuse. No one had more weight to lose than she did. Thin trackers utilized great technology, group weight loss strategies, and promised to help you lose it slow and steady. Brianna needed fast and steady. A friend from her mother's church suggested she look on LookTube and search for quick weight loss secrets. Tony posted a two pound weight loss days ago. Losing the money for her nursery would be like an omen she shouldn't have any children. Video after video of people who lost great amounts of weight in short amounts of time popped up talking about the PDS diet. It used pellets, drops, or a quick stick made from a hormone produced in women during pregnancy to help them lose weight. Several people reported great amounts of weight loss and there were even doctors monitoring people as they followed the program. One of the women who lost almost hundred pounds in a year reminded Brianna so much of herself, scared her. Instead of focusing on her eating habits or finding out why she ate to ease her anxiety, hurt, and frustration, Brianna clicked on the link to the girl's website. She put in an order for a month's supply to be rushed delivered to her. Within moments, her email alert popped up with a link to several books and instruction on stringent eating restrictions and requirements to make the diet work. One of the first things she had to do was a carbohydrate and fat feast within 72 hours of starting the program. Rihanna decided not to start that process until she received something to track her package arrival information. It astounded her. Diets existed that told you to eat as much fat and carbohydrates as possible for three days before you begin the plan. But the success stories on LookTube filled four pages of search engine results, so it had to be true. An urge to call Dr. Karen and talk to her about the PDS diet surged through Bianca's mind. She ignored it. If these people could do it, she could too, as long as she followed the directions. Her weight loss results may even. Feed those posted on the website. Then she could get Dr. Clearance to get pregnant. Thomas had to fight to keep his hands off her. Once she lost the weight, he'd have her pregnant in a few weeks. Brianna finished off the last of a cheesecake from her favorite bakery the night before her package from the PDS diet arrived. Over the last three days, she'd poured over the instructions and memorized the allowed restricted food list. Like a law student studying for the bar exam. The LookTube channel for her supplier posted a new video talking about the amazing pictures and results coming in from dieters all over the world. Whenever thoughts about going to thin trackers crossed her mind, she watched a success story video. The quicker she lost the weight, the better. Day one proved to be more frustrating than Brianna anticipated. Bite followed the instructions hunger distracted her so much she couldn't help tell you with her homework. No one said anything about being this hungry. One of the videos talked about coffee. Brianna had never drunk more than a cup in one day. It made her jittery but being able to have a child was worth it. A few mornings later Brianna stepped off the scale in the bathroom with a smile on her face. In five days she 10 pounds. This diet be the miracle she needed to help her get healthy. Thomas commented on her irritability a few times but a nap cleared her mind and gave her energy most days. Tanya asked her to take her to a fast food restaurant on the way home the third day and Brianna almost jumped through the window into the cashier's face when she smelled the food as she paid. Somehow stayed strong and it paid off. Pounds in five days seemed An impossibility she never dreamed to expect. Six, maybe, but not her only complaint, other than not being able to eat more than 550 calories, involved her inability to have a normal bowel movement. Once day three came, she seemed to be able to produce liquid no matter what she needed to do in the bathroom. None of the look tubers mentioned the digestive problems. So Brianna considered it a short-term side effect. The benefits outweighed the inconveniences. Thomas's strong arms surrounded her waist. Brie baby, you're wobbling. Maybe you should lie back down. Awful early for you to be up on a Saturday. Thomas guided Brianna back to bed. Brianna's stomach growled loud and hard enough for both of them to look down. Laughter filled the room. I think you need to eat something. Let me go make you some of my famous waffles and beignets. Thomas pecked her on the cheek. Brianna caught her husband's hand. Don't. I'm going to go back to sleep. I'll have something when I wake up. Go pick up Tanya. Thomas looked at Brianna. He bent down and stared at her hand forearm. Your fingers look like sausages, Bri, baby. Which is why I'm on the diet, silly. Go get Tanya. Be fine, Brianna said. Thomas watched her lie down on top of the covers of their California king size bed. You plan on watching me sleep all morning? Brianna smiled. It wouldn't be the first time. Thomas leaned over and kissed her on the forehead. Get some rest. When I get back, we're all going to eat a good breakfast. Brianna closed her eyes. Thomas didn't understand how much she needed him to get on board with her losing his weight. He put on his poker face when she told him why she ate so little on the third day. His disapproval sat between them, although he never voiced it. The smell of country ham, bacon, cheese, grits, waffles, beignets, and honey filled the air. Ever since she stopped eating, Brianna's nose picked up every spice and meat outside of the foods allowed on her list. Sabotage heard her to Brianna, Thomas wanted her to stay obese, could keep her from having a baby. Irrational thoughts about his fidelity and commitment to her filled her mind. Weakness from the diet left her unable to compose a clear thought on how to broach the subject with her husband. Careful not to sit up too fast and invite another bout of dizziness, Brianna steadied herself with one hand as she eased into a sitting position. She sat under her still puffier-than-usual fingers. She hated to admit it, but her hands were a bit swollen. A few of the looked admitted to cheating on their plan. A few bites of bread would not thwart all of her effort. Brianna took careful scoops back until her shoulders rested on the pillows, she kept propped on the headboard. The paper leaned The paper she leaned on stuck to her hand. Brianna gasped. Thomas played dirty. An article on the dangers of her Miracle Weight Loss regimen causing some women in childbearing age developing a condition called ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome stared up at her. Defeat covered her with a veil of depression. A stack of articles about the dangers of PDS waited to be read. Headache, swings, depression, blood clot, confusion, and dizziness were common side effects experienced by dieters, even some monitored by a medical professional. Faces of the look tubers with outrageous weight floated around Brianna's mind. It didn't seem fair. Of all the diets to pick, she selected the one with a side effect that affected her ability to have children. Article number three contained posts from a form of dieters who endured pelvic pain, swollen hands and legs, stomach pain, weight gain, shortness of breath, diarrhea, vomiting or nausea, and irregular urination until they decided to quit the PDS diet. The last thing Brianna read chronicled a Story that stayed on the diet for three weeks. She followed the protocol without one mistake. Her blog said she fought to keep her weight stable for 60 days. At a conference for work where her food choices were not as controlled, she began gaining the weight back and within three weeks gained 24 pounds. Tears welled up in Brianna's eyes as she read the final blog post apologizing to the blog followers. Her original endorsement of the diet, which the blogger considered a quick-fix fad, Thomas's scent filled the room. More than his scent, Brianna smelled the plate of food he held in his hand—a well-portioned sample of all the he cooked, as well as a large bowl of fruit, occupied a tray. I hope you'll forgive me. Brianna shrugged her shoulders approached her side of the bed. I see you read some of the stuff I found. This is not healthy for you, Bree Baby. It doesn't seem like something thin trackers or doctor Karen would suggest. Brianna looked around the room. Brianna She lifted her eyes up to her husband's tender gaze. You forgive me? Thomas offered the tray to Brianna. Brianna moved her arm so he could place it on her lap. Thank you. Is that a yes? Thomas sat near her feet. Of course, this isn't even unhealthy. It's more fruit than anything else. Brianna nibbled on a piece of bread. Strength seemed to infuse her body with every bite. Not for the breakfast. I threw that box of drops in the garbage on the way to pick up Tanya. Thomas closed his eyes. He embraced himself for impact. Brianna sighed. I know you, Brianna. In a weak moment, you might forget the last few days and try it again. Promise me you'll do this, not for me or a baby, but for you. Thomas squeezed the top of her foot. Brianna picked up the food on her plate. The urge to cry all over her plate was overruled by the hunger pains radiating through her body. Her tear ducts betrayed her and withheld the tears. Without thought, she picked up the food and dove into her plate. Thomas smiled. He tapped her foot before leaving the room. Along with her thoughts, Brianna allowed herself to digest the danger she placed her body in by attempting the PDS diet without talking to Karen. Her mother's warning from her childhood played over in her mind. Every good thing isn't a god thing. Don't be too quick to make decisions. Split-second calculations can equal a life pain. The look tubers weren't all selling the PDS diet program, but most of them were and she allowed her desperation to influence her decision. Decisions made in desperation opened the door to negative results. Brianna hoped her next diet decision didn't expose her reproductive system to danger. Julie read over the book time updates from Tony and Brianna with admirable disgust. No way should anyone be living on 550 calories. Her cell phone barely made calls, so following a diet on it was out of the question. An ad for the 13-day diet stared at her from the side of the screen. Ads on books irritated Julie sometimes, like most people, but this one seemed so helpful it scared her. 95% of the people who attempted the 13-day diet saw long-term weight loss results. Many lost 10% of their weight in the first month. It seemed unfair for her to keep information about the book to herself, but Tony and Brianna's success meant she might lose her money. A click on the book landed Julie on a website dedicated to the author, a registered dietitian with over 20 years serving clients with at least 40 pounds to lose. A smile crossed Julie's lips. She fit that bill. Where did she sign up? A link to purchase an autographed copy of the book from the author's website blinked. Gratification felt better than an autograph. Instead of clicking the link, Julie dressed and drove to the local mart world. They always carried the bestsellers. A display with the book sat in front of the book section of the store. Julie picked one up and walked over to the checkout terminal. Twenty minutes seemed a lot better time to wait than five to seven business Julie pulled several beers from the refrigerator and hunkered down into her favorite spot on the couch to read. The third beer began to take its toll, so Julie sat the book down. Alcohol wasn't allowed on this diet. Lifestyle changes that required no alcohol seemed so drastic. Many of the skinniest people she knew drank her under the table on the weekend. No way she had to give up alcohol to be thin. Julie shrugged. Her late night at the office meant she could grocery shop from the list the next day. For once... Her boring job helped her me to go. She wanted to call Caitlin and gloat. Instead, she popped open another beer. No need to have temptation in the house while she lost weight. 13 days seemed like a short amount of time, but if she had to do 20 cycles to lose all her weight, the beer in the house would only thwart her victory. Financial windfall. Julie wrote out a grocery list based on the menu for the first 13 days. The bill doubled her normal two-week shopping list. It left her close to having to melt the ice block housing her emergency credit card. As long as she didn't eat out or have any unexplained expenses, she'd be okay. Her Christmas gift, Caitlin, included portion control containers. It saved her from spending all of her money. For once, Caitlin's subtle bullying helped her. She didn't see the need to mention it the next time they talked. Caitlin thought she knew everything already. Breakfast, the the first day, did different from Julie's preferred food. Nasty sounded harsh when she said it aloud. Different. Change meant different. Someone she talked to said taste buds changed over time with eating habits. Therefore, Julie tried to eat her breakfast the food didn't touch her taste buds. By day four, Julie decided to stop attempting to bypass her taste buds. Her taste buds were the least of her problems. Hunger. Hunger followed her from up sun down. The list of snacks she purchased based on the suggested first cycle menu were all placed on her list of things she planned to never eat before she died once she lost the weight. Dark, unflavored, dry nuts, and weird berries did not fill her up or please her palate. A quote in the book said, thin feels better than unhealthy food tasted. Julie hoped to slap the author on the side of the head, if ever possible, for that lie. Day seven, the scale said Julie lost pounds. A small victory when she weighed how unhappy the foods on her menu made her. Hung. She didn't expect her taste buds to change overnight, but all of the dishes she fixed, except for one, tested like something she never wanted to eat again. Mitt blew a gasket when he popped over the day after she started and didn't have any beer waiting for him. The lack of money available to lie in his pockets opened her up to a litany of cuss words and accusations She wanted to get skinny and leave him, among other things. In a twisted way, she felt loved and demeaned. He didn't want her to lose weight, the weird scent between her breasts when she sweated, or time for him. None of his arguments her stop. The food in the house for the diet covered her until her next payday and helped her lose weight. Winning the bet gave them more money. His anger seemed unnecessary. After he left, Julie wondered if they would still be together after she lost the weight. A pain shot up from her ankle to her knee. Life without joint pain fueled her commitment to lose the weight. Mitt needed to adjust his attitude. Julie shrugged. A lawyer from one of the most prestigious law firms in the city walked in with a dish of her triple chocolate walnut brownies. The smell of the chocolate whispered Julie's name before it made it to the counter. Julie, you look great, honey. You changed your hair. She sat the offensive treats on the counter. Nope, took a few days off. Julie shrugged. She walked to the cabinet where the firm's folder for requested documents waited. Walker case files? Julie waved the folder in the air in an attempt to fan the smell of the walnuts and chocolates away from her wanton nostrils. They betrayed her with the rest of her body as she leaned in the direction of the pan. I brought these for you. My daughter had a bake sale and told me she needed two bands, but only needed one. She left the pan and placed the folder in her attaché. Just bring the pan back when they're gone. You know the drill. Julie nodded. The lawyer walked out of the door without a second glance back at the offensive, pre-cut squares of temptation. Planned snacks waited for her in her desk. Ten steps away. If only she could get her feet to move. A curse slipped out before Julie shoved one of the four-sided diet assassins into her mouth. Her body sighed as she chewed. Every face bud shouted, hooray! She hadn't enjoyed a single thing she'd eaten since she started this stupid diet. Thirteen days or thirteen weeks. It needed to be thirteen times tastier if she planned to make it through the cycles. Mitt leaned on her door with a six-pack of beer in one hand. And take out from their favorite Mexican restaurant. On the other hand, traitor. I want her to be fat forever, to sniff her pheromones and sleep on her breast after their infrequent trice. Someplace deep down in Julie, she realized the people on those weight loss television shows would call her her boyfriend Mitt, abler, or even worse, a plate pusher. She ignored the gnawing guilt overtaking the six pack from him and smiled. His birthday warranted an evening outside of her regimen. He walked into her kitchen and brought back two plates in one hand and the pan of brownies in the other. You remembered. I knew you weren't going to turn into one of those stick figures. Not my Jiggly Julie. The smile on Julie's shrank. She hated that nickname. One of the lawyers made them for me. Wow, you had a high-powered attorney to bake brownies for your man. Good looking out. Let's knock out these brewskis, enjoy this food, and take the party. Mitt slapped Julie on the bottom. Julie jumped. She hated when he did that, too. A pan of brownies, three beers, and a plate of enchiladas later, Julie admitted her time on the 13 diet met its end when she slipped the brownies from outside her office. It worked for people and was a solid, healthy way to eat. It just didn't work for Julie. Making healthy food choices should not be a chore or bend her pocketbook to the point it almost broke. The cost of the book, in addition to the food, her more than half her budget for food. Even though she lost weight on it, she knew she couldn't eat the way the plan dictated for the rest of her life. It was too restrictive. She wanted to enjoy what she ate And make it healthy. All those people and a registered dietitian weren't wrong about the book. It just wasn't the eating regimen for her. Julie decided to go back to the internet or book time to find the way that would work for her. I hope you enjoyed weighing my options. Chapter 10 written in red by Shawnita. Yeah, that's me. Please tell your friends about the podcast and join us next week for chapter 11.